On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Dina, you're breaking the song there. That's your favourite? Producer Steve just rolling his eyes. <laughs> he says, be around. That's about Let us John. hear Jimmy. <laughs> John wrote that about his hometown. Oh, is that right? Is, is, that, is that what it is? Yeah, the beautiful trees yeah. up there are called the Jackarandas, aren't Correct. Yeah, okay. Correct. Um, no, we'll have Don Walker on the show just after 9 o'clock. I know he's looking forward to talking about rugby league, the kangaroos, and his beloved Broncos. And we'll hammer him about some of the cold chisel greats. Richie Cowan is on the line. Richie, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Bulldog. And What's your yeah, favourite chisel song, Rich? I'd appreciate if you neither of you two blokes sang, please. <laughs> exactly. What's your favourite chisel song, mate? Oh, mate, uh, Flame Tree. Yeah. yeah. I'm a K-San man, but yeah. Hey, Rich, great racing again yesterday. We'll, we'll, we'll start at Randwick. I want to talk about the Cox Plate in a sec, but um, I was really happy for John O'Shea because he, he got that, can I use that expression, kick in the guts last week when after months of planning he had to withdraw lost and running on race morning from the Everest. So... The racing god smiled on him yesterday with promise of success in the invitation. A hundred percent. I said on the radio during the week, Ray, that um, I, I thought John O'Shea's character and professionalism come out last week. You know mm. that, that, that for what happened, particularly with Lost and Running in the Tab Everest, um, he did Channel Seven, he did Sky Channel, he did the radio on Saturday morning um, with Richard Haynes, he did Melbourne Radio, and in a tough period like that, I think that shows a bit of character. But yeah, promise of success. Um, great result for John yesterday and his team. And as, as much as I was cheering for John, I, I would have rather something else won. But, oh. uh, yeah, it was certainly a, a outstanding and, uh, and great reward um, for him and uh, just just shows how good a trainer is. He didn't let last week define him. He bounced back this week. Rich, I saw the cameras pan in yesterday before the big race. It was viewing I didn't particularly want to see on my Sunday uh, Saturday afternoon seeing your head in the middle of my living room. But how proud were you yesterday, Rich, in all honesty, that you know, to represent your family at the inaugural uh, calendar Presnell race? Look, Bulldog, it was, um, you know, you get a little bit disappointed. Like, Dad was heartbroken that he couldn't be there. Um, obviously, he only come out of hospital on the Wednesday and he, he just couldn't be there. But uh, him and Mum watched at home and I took my, my two daughters and, my late brother Matthew's uh, wife, Anne, and their eldest daughter, Madison. So it, it was something special. And to Peter Valandis and to the uh, Russell Board in Race South Wales and the ATC, it was it was just one of those days. Uh, it was very special. But as Dad said, as, as great as the honour was to have the race named after, to have the race named after uh, uh, and jointly with a, 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 one of his greatest friends of all time and, and you know, I suppose, uh, both journalists, but... To be alongside Max Presnell for Dad, that was the, the biggest thrill for him in, in his life, uh, Nelly. He, he just absolutely loved it that his name was alongside Max's. But to see Max and Kalina there yesterday and enjoying the day, it was it was special in that regard, Bulldog. And as Dad said, when he wa- first walked on the Ramwick as a 17-year-old kid, he said, you that now have a race, a million-dollar race, and I, I might be able to... I'll tell you something exclusive here this morning, Bulldog. This is exclusive for you in the little function yesterday, and Peter Valandis made a, a, a little faux pas and he said that the race was worth $2 million and Graham Hinton, his offside, piped up and said it's only $1 million. He said, oh, well, i better make it two next year. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if we're going to hold him to it, but, uh, yeah, it was a it was a special day for our family, uh, Bulldog, and 
Um, I, I was I was proud, uh, always proud to be Kenny's son, one of Kenny's four boys. But uh, yesterday was even more special. Well, well, done, well, well said, Rich. And, and actually, in the same context, Rich, I asked Maxie later in the day about the day, and it's a quote I've put in today's Sunday Telegraph, Rich. If you just indulge me, this is Maxie Presnell. Certainly, Cox Plate Day has taken a new dimension for me. I've seen all the greats at Mooney Valley, but on a personal level, nothing beats today. So both men were genuinely touched and moved by by that honour. Yeah, they were. And uh, it was. And Max had a great day. He, mm. uh, uh, holding Max up into a, in a, uh, a confined room like the director's room, you know, is trying to get a, a wild bull and say, listen, just stay in that one little paddock. He was, he was itching at the bit all day. When we went down for the race and Peter McGorra and the chairman of the ATC come and took uh, our family and Max and Kalina down, we got down there after the race and he uh, he looked at Brett Devine from the ATC. He said, can you do me a favour? Brett, he said, can you get Kalina back up? He said, I've got to get in the betting ring here for at least a couple of races. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go back to where, where he really does belong, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rich Animo, thoughts? Well, it, it's funny. I spoke to Chris Waller the other day and he said, oh, mate, I just read an article at Animo. He said, he doesn't win by a big space. He said, maybe he's beatable. I said, very elegant didn't win by a big space as Chris. I mm. said, um... They just find a way to win those, those next horses. And, yeah, he, he was dominant yesterday. It, being being able to be so versatile as a racehorse, to, to go forward, whether it be at 14 or a mile or 2,000 metres, take up a spot, then that, that means that there's four or five lengths you don't need to make up that others need to make up. Um, he's he, he's a good horse. He's the, he's the best horse in the country at the moment. He was dominant yesterday. I still think he... Um, the protest was spot on last year when it was dismissed. A lot of people are sitting on the other side of the fence when State of Rest held the race, but it was just rewards and he's come back 12 months later and he's now the Cox Plate winner. Um, and <clears throat> credit where it's due, I know it was a great ride, credit to young James Cummings. Um, mm. What a terrific trainer he is. Obviously, he's been bred in the purple, but you know the pressures of, tra- of training for one of the biggest organisations around the world and in Godolphin, and to handle the pressure so well and have that horse firing um, nearly every time it turns up is a credit to James and his team. Yeah, and we also forget, don't we, Rich, there was a little setback mid-prep, which when you're at this level, you don't want anything to go wrong. So Godolphin were able to... I know James Cummings said um, the, the, month, or the morning after that George Main, that Animo was virtually um, fully fit again, but... Little scares like that, when you're at this level of competition, to overcome them, I think, just underlines what an outstanding horse Animo is. Yeah, spot on. But uh, and, and James, uh, you know, when you get a good horse, and you and I have never trained a good horse, Ray, but it's you've got to show, I suppose, patience, you know, mm. and they just keep in, they keep turning up. Um, but they little niggles that might affect someone else, they don't affect the good horses. And uh, he was dominant yesterday. He's a bull. And to have a turn of foot, at that distance is a wonderful attribute to have. Exactly, yeah. Um, back to Sydney. James Cummings, really, he's such a young man. He's at the start of his career. Yesterday, a gentleman, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying he's 75, so he's sort of at the back end of his career, but he hasn't aged at all, Graham Rogerson. Here he was with Sharp and Smart, he and his wife, Debbie. That was their first group one together as a training partnership at Randwick. And talk about people being up and about. Roger was up and about yesterday. He certainly was. I saw him um, before the first race, and I'll give the old boy credit. I yelled out to him. I said, hello, Graham. I saw him only the week before, or two weeks before. And the first thing he said, 
do me a favour and wish your dad all the best. And I thought, geez, that's yeah. uh, good on you, Roggie. But, yeah, it was great to see Graham and Deb back in, in, in Australia. So uh, he's been around a long time, Roggie. Um, he could always be... Uh, we've had a few arguments over the years, but uh, one thing you can never argue with Roggie, he can train. Mm. Yeah, and I wonder, what does he go Does he go south with that horse? Yeah, the uh, Derby, yeah. Derby's he's going to go to the Derby now, yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. it's going to be a good race. Although I think the spring champion yesterday was one of the great highlights. And I think it's been a, a great move to put a t- the the 2,000 metres. Because a lot of three-year-olds don't want to go that past 2,000 metres as a new season three-year-old. And sometimes not many go on after that. Some mm. do, mm. but not many. And I think a lot of trainers now are seeing that their grand final as being in Sydney, the spring champion, rather than the Derby in Melbourne. Yeah, and I think that was underlined by the fact that Liptical came back from his narrow loss in the Caulfield Guineas to run in the spring champion. And indeed... I don't think it's ever happened before because there was no races, but a Caulfield Guineas winner came back to Sydney in Golden Mile to, to win the calendar Presnell. And uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that was just a little test around the Randwick Mile for Golden Mile with a, a race like the Doncaster Mile in mind next autumn, Rich. Yeah, look, it was at, at set weights, it was going to be awfully hard to beat Golden Mile. Uh, I thought the second horse has taken huge steps in his preparation. Michael Freeman's horse. Uh, yeah, um, elliptical, yeah. No, oh, a communist, sorry, communist, communist yeah. 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 <clears throat> so it, it was super duper. I was going to say one thing about the calendar, Presnell. Uh, Kenny's seen uh, all the good footballers, the good cricketers, every sport. And he, he always says Darren Beeman's clearly the best jockey he's ever mm. seen. So to have Darren receive the trophy of uh, the calendar, Presnell, yesterday and then be in, our little, in the little winner's room was, uh, was something special, I think, for our family as well. And it was special for Darren, too. He really did get a kick out of winning the calendar, Presnell, as Godolphin's representative with Golden Mile.